You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 108 with Lindsay Renee. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Lindsay Renee on the show today. We are going to talk all about prayer. So I know with the holidays coming up, it's so easy to fall out of our normal routine, if it be eating well or working out or just getting into the word or praying. So I thought this would be a perfect time to bring her on and just talk about what we can do just to keep our prayer life going, even when it's stressful and busy. Also, she shares with us some ideas on how we can start a prayer life routine with our kids. And it's super easy and bite-sized goals that make it super simple and not overwhelming. So I hope you find this episode very encouraging. Let's go to the show. Hey, Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Hey, Amber, how are you? Um, I am doing great. So it's a little bit of a crazy morning this morning, just uh, some miscommunications before we jumped on. So as you know, so, but you know, that's the life of, I feel like being a mom, right? And you know, you have a sick kiddo there. So uh, just wanted to let everybody know if uh, we hear a little boy coming on, that's why, but um, that's real life, right? You know, and uh, totally real life in motherhood. Yeah. You can't plan anything. You just kind of just Take it one day at a time. Exactly. So um, I think sometimes people, you know, they hear an edited uh, high quality show, but real life is happening, though, as we do this. <laughs> yes, I'm currently sitting in my closet and hiding from my child. <laughs> yeah. So this is what we do for you guys, all of the listeners. This is what we do for you to bring you content every right. week. <laughs> Just for you guys. Just, Just remember that. Yeah. You guys are special. So, Lindsay, I like to start off every show with an icebreaker. I love travel. And, you know, I'm just thinking about like next year, um, you know, what do I want to do and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, as I know, and I'm a travel agent, um, I don't know if you realize that, but I love yep. always picking people's brain about their favorite vacation spot. Um, so, where has your, where's your va- favorite vacation spot and why? And this can be with or without kids. So, I would say Cosmel or the Mexico area. Um, my husband and me have been like two or three times now and we love it down there because like the water's like gorgeous and we love snorkeling. Um, and so I would say Cosmel and I have never brought my kids there. So I would totally say just meet my husband because yeah. it's more like romantic than yeah. in my opinion. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I actually, um, just, um, did training and um, these resorts called Grand Vela and they are in Mexico and they're amazing. And I'm sending some clients there um, mid November. So I'm pretty excited. So, uh, and they're going to the Cancun area. So um, nice. I haven't been to Mexico in forever. So, but they do, it has great sand and great beaches and water. So I can see why you like it. Well, let's jump into the show. Um, How about you share a little bit more about you, um, who you are, what your name is, where you're from, and how many kids you have. And then we will jump into how you got to where you are today. Yeah. So I'm Lindsay Renee. I am a boy mom to two boys. Um, I'm married to Jason, who is an accountant. So I like to call myself the tax widow from January to April. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Story of my life. Yes. Um, So I am a Southern girl transplanted to the D.C. area because I met my husband at Clemson University. So go Tigers. Mm. Uh, We are big football people and it is football season and we've already started off the season rough. So we'll just start with that. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, yeah. um, Totally love the DC area. I've been here about 10 years. It took a little bit getting used to because it's not the South at all. No. Um, yeah. But 
but it's growing yeah. on me every year. I'm like, Oh, I like this area. Like you just learn so much new stuff. And so, yeah. 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 You know, I moved from Michigan to Tennessee and I feel like that was probably an easier transition. I feel like it would be actually harder going from the South one. It's warmer. Right. And then you're going more into yeah. the cold and then, um, and then just the culture is completely different. And oh, totally. Yeah. You know, people who move from the North, I just had someone on and she was talking about like how they're so much nicer here. And I was talking to um, Christy, I had Christy Wright from Business Boutique on, and we were just yeah. talking about, um, you know, people being nicer in other places. And she was kind of saying that she wondered if it was like the warmer climates because people are out more. And then I just feel like you're more happy when it's warm. Like, I feel like when you're bundled up and it's freezing, you're just trying to get to where you need to go, right? Like, you're just like, head yeah. is down. It's gray out. Don't talk to me. I just got to make it. <laughs> right. But I also think it's cultural, too. So, yeah, like, yeah. in this area, it's like a huge melting pot of different cultures. And it's awesome to, like, see the diversity and stuff. But I really think, like, we're so used to, like, the South. Like, everybody talks to everybody. But yeah. here, like... In some cultures, that's like not normal. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they might think it's weird. So yeah, I totally exactly. get that. Yeah. So you, we're going to jump into your book. So you wrote a book called 45 Days of Prayer. And how about you share with us how you decided to write the book and, and where it all came from? So yeah. So I wrote a book. I never thought I would write a book, which I just love how God uses things. Like uh, I am not an English person, but I wrote a book. Yeah. My English teacher, I'm determined, is dying laughing still. I love that you're um, saying I'm not an English person. Like just that, just no. that sentence is funny. I'm thinking, so she's not British or does she not speak English? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I totally I speak English, yeah. but I meant literature. Let me clarify. <laughs> oh gosh, that was just funny. That's something I would say. No, my husband would always joke. Like he would mess with me and say, like, you know, you just said something really funny. But anyways, yes. you mean like you're not an English major, like you didn't like major so totally in writing and all English that stuff. Major. Yeah. I am a science major. I'm a nurse. Oh, through through. interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, so never really saw myself writing and, yeah. um, but got led to the book because started writing about, I would, yeah, it's been five years because my oldest is five. He got, he was sick when he was born. So I started writing, just started a blog because I got so, emo I was so emotionally drained that I got tired of talking to people on the phone and like texting. And so I was like, just go to this website. I'll update it when we have updates. Um, and so that kind of led to my blog, which then turned into, um, after my son grew up and he's healthy now and, he, uh, just so many miracles that got worked in that situation, but that's a different story for a different day and a long story. Uh, but you can find out more on my website if you want. Yeah. Um, and I can direct people, but what, what was the main thing that your son has so that people can kind of understand yeah. where you're so coming had, from? So he had a rare tumor disorder, uh, called infantile fibromatosis. Um, it was benign, but because the tumors were so aggressive, um, and his first scan were five tumors. And when we scanned him at three months old, he had like 70 to like 90, like you couldn't even count him. Wow. Um, so, so we had to start chemo treatment <gasps> at that point. How and old he was, was he? On, he was four months old when he started. It was the week before Thanksgiving. Oh. <gasps> wow. Yeah. That is crazy. I mean, just, um, you know, we're so protective of our children. And so, and then like, you know, it's like, that's when I feel like a lot of people um, change like what they're doing in regards to the food they want to do. And then the um, products that they're using and to be more clean and all that, you know, that, that if you weren't yeah. already feeling that way, I feel like kids kind of, um, kick that into high gear. And so to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to pump this four month old with chemo. Like I can't even imagine as a mom, how hard that must've been for you. Like, you know, yeah. um, I mean, how, so is that 
what you felt like is why you started writing. I mean, because to me, I don't even know, like, <clears throat> hopefully I never have to go through this. But like, there's a part of me that I could see just shutting down. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's so much. So did you feel like at times that you were shutting down? Or or what? how did you find that you coped during this process? So I would definitely say like, uh, our community was a big coping mechanism for me. I'm an outgoing person. Um, and for me, it was really hard at times just to be around people. And so that's actually when I started writing. Um, so kind of just to tell like what I was walking through, I started journaling more, which I was not a journaler, um, ever. Um, and so the more I journaled, the more I was like, oh, I should just write this. Maybe somebody else is walking through this. And so that just kind of led to my blog. And then it kind of turned into a whole, like from updating people about Toby's sickness Mm. to me actually turning around and trying to encourage other mothers who's either walking through something like that or just walking through like motherhood. Motherhood's hard anyways. And then you throw in a sick kid and it's just like, it's just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Right. I can't even imagine. And I'm just curious, like how long did he have to do the chemo? And then, and how did he, how did he do through, because, you know, I'm sure there's moms listening that either know somebody with a sick child or they have a sick child. So I just kind of want to step over to the side for a minute. And, and um, like, how did he cope as, an infant going through chemo. Like, how was that for him? Yeah. So, I mean, the chemo doses are are all based upon weight. So like when most people sit in a chemo room and they get chemo treatments for like an hour or two, Toby's was literally like maybe 15, 30 minutes because it was like a little teeny tiny syringe Mm. and they would just literally like push it. Wow. Um, The hardest part afterwards was the nausea. Uh, and yeah, it's really that's hard what I was wondering. An infant. <laughs> right. That's what I was wondering. Like, that would be hard because, you know, you deal with like reflux or whatever. And then, you know, yeah. would he just spit up or throw up after yeah. eating and so, stuff like, like that? Some days he would like just spit up. So it mm. was always hard to tell, like, if he was not because he was like happy. So, like, oh, it, he never yeah. at any point was like really fussy baby at Aww. all. He was a really. He was really easy baby for everything we walked through that's with him. Crazy. Uh, which I feel like was a blessing yes. from the Lord yep. in that. Um, and so I I would say like the hardest part was like just being careful, like being around certain sick kids because like if if our kid gets a fever, he has a central line in. And so I, if he has a fever of 99.5 or a hundred, I have to go to the ER. It doesn't matter like if it's just a cold or like TV, like we're required to go to the ER. Um, and so that was always hard because I felt like sometimes being around people was actually like made you not feel isolated during the process. And you were always in hospitals. And let's be honest, how many times do we avoid the doctor because there's germs there? Yeah. Um, So yeah, but he did really well. He was on chemo for about, so he started in November before Thanksgiving of 2013. We got our last chemo treatment on August 22nd, 2014. Um, And during that time he did great. Um, Never lost his hair, which is one of the biggest prayer requests I had because we Mm. were, but I didn't want to be like the mom with a sick kid. I know yeah. that sounds awful because I did have a sick kid, but I wanted to be at least, I know that sounds crazy, but I wanted to appear normal Yeah. so that we didn't get stopped everywhere we went. Right. Um, yes. So, that yeah. makes sense. I, I can understand. Like you don't want to draw attention to you and stuff like that. And I, I could imagine that pressure of what moms go through when they are having kids like that. Yeah. And um, so, so he's totally, he doesn't have tumors today. Is that... Yeah. So he's been completely fine and healthy um, since he was about one and a half years old. He is now five and he has one more MRI and 
um, as long as the MRI is clear when he turns six, then mm. we are signed off of that's oncology, amazing. which is just that's so good. awesome. Wow, what a yeah. big celebration that is! Um, yes, that's great. So, okay, so you started journaling, you started writing on the blog, and then you somewhere it turned that you wanted to start encouraging other moms. What do you think happened? How did you end up turning like from going like, okay, I'm dealing with something that really does suck. But you know what, instead of just focusing on myself, I want to actually shift this and really start helping out other moms. What, what do you think was the catalyst to that? I think like, like God, like the, the piece that I had during like walking through Toby's chemo where I feel like I should have been terrified and like full of anxiety. I was at the most peace I have been like in my whole entire life. <laughs> and I can't even describe that to, except for the fact that it was clearly God in control of that. Um, and so I wanted to kind of turn that around and be like, and, um, encourage other women just to focus their eyes back on him because it was when you're walking through your hardest time, like he actually brings like this piece that is like, so, um, unexplainable that you just want more of him. Um, and so that was really my heart behind it is I wanted moms to be like, you're not alone in this walk. Even if you feel isolated in your community, like you have a God who is bigger than anything around you and he can provide you whatever you're searching for or like trying to find elsewhere. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to air this episode, um, in November, getting, going into Thanksgiving and the holidays, one, I just think that a lot of stuff comes up in during the holidays, if it be family stuff or I don't know, like so many moms get stressed out. Right. And, and then yeah. if you add on, um, if you have a sick child or sick husband or sick parent or something like that, it's so easy to just feel overwhelmed. And so I wanted, I wanted to bring you on and air the show to give moms some hope and encouragement. And, um, also, you know, our normal routines just get completely off, which then I think makes things even harder. Um, but like, you know, if you're eating well, I generally that gets kind of thrown off. And, um, and then, you know, if you're working out that sometimes gets messed up. And then, you know, I know it can be so easy for people to kind of drop their prayer time or just being in the words. So how about you share with us how your book can really help moms during a busy season of their life and, um, and how they can benefit from it? Yeah. So my mom, uh, my, my mom, my mom, <laughs> my <okay>. book, oh, <laughs> lack of sleep. Sorry. She was group. Um, so my book was basically written for a busy mom. Um, I was finding like, as my kids get older and they're more active and more busy. And I had a, my second son was an early morning person. So no matter how much earlier I got up, it was like, mm. he always heard you me. You can beat him. And, yeah. You can beat him. You can't beat him before getting up. Time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So uh, way home from Thanksgiving, actually last year, since we're here in this around Thanksgiving, uh, we woke up super early to avoid traffic, to drive home from my parents' house in South Carolina, back up to the DC area. And so as I was having like, just like my quiet time, chugging coffee, trying to keep my husband awake while he's driving, I felt like the Lord gave me like 45 phrases. And each one was like just a prayer almost like, I want you to pray over this. And so I really just thought I was just going to use this like for my blog, for an encouragement. But the more like, um, I kept like thinking about it and just praying about it. Like he kept putting people in front of my face that were like, uh, you need to turn that into a book where this is, you can actually self-publish. It's so easy or just like person after person. And, was, and so I felt like the Lord was saying, "You, I want you to publish that. I don't want you mm -hmm. just to put it on your blog. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of led into like this prayer journal and it's literally just a prayer journal guide. It's super easy. Um, I'm a mom of two boys. So the days are crazy and I forget stuff all the time unless I had like posty notes everywhere. 
Um, and so I wrote it where we are focusing on like one thing and you can, it, it literally takes you like five minutes to read the day. The days are very short. It has a short topic. It has a verse to follow it. And then I wrote a prayer and you can actually just pray that prayer and be done with it. Or you can make your own, um, prayer on the side, on the journal side. Yeah. And so like I have different sections, um, for different things. So like praying for leadership, praying for your family, there's prayers for friendship and community, there's some for focusing inward, but my favorite section is the last part of the book. And it's all about prayers of praise and Thanksgiving, especially going into Thanksgiving. Like I feel like mm. if, we're, if we're so crazy busy that we're forgiving to give God thanks during that yeah. moment, yep. like, like how that just, just, I don't know. Like he's the one yeah. who created us. He's the one that yeah. gave us these blessings. He's right. the one that like gave you breath to breathe and get out of bed in the morning. So I feel like maybe if in this season during the stress and all the crazy, the holidays or the kids are home or you're taking care of a sick family. I feel like anything that you can focus on of just a prayer praise, like that's the best thing. Like just one thing a day praising God and just continually praising it through the day and then incorporating your kids into it. Yeah. Hey, you guys, Christmas is just around the corner and you might be thinking to yourself, what are we getting the kids for Christmas? So some of my travel clients are giving the gift of travel to their kids this year for Christmas. So wouldn't this be the ultimate Christmas surprise? Imagine gifting your kids a fun Disney or Royal Caribbean cruise for spring break or summer. Or maybe you guys are diehard Harry Potter fans and you have been wanting to go to Universal to ride Hogwarts Express. Or maybe you're thinking, you know what? We love history and you want to take the kids across the pond and go overseas. So now is actually the perfect time to be planning those vacations for 2019. So I would love to brainstorm some ideas with you and get your family vacation booked for Christmas. So you can book a time frame with me and we can brainstorm those ideas at mominspiredshow.com forward slash contact us. Or if you feel more comfortable with messaging, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram at Amber Sandberg. All right, you guys, let's get back to the show. Well, and that leads me into my next question. Um, I feel like as moms, we always want the best for our kids and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, just talking about finding the time to pray and 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 then having a routine for that and how that can impact our kids. But what is your suggestions for moms in regards to helping them start that routine with kids in regards to prayer? And what does that look like for you and your kids? Yeah. Um, so everybody's season looks different. My seasons of prayer have looked totally different depending on like what we're walking through that time. Um, but one of the things that I've really been enjoying is just um, and one of the things I like about my book is like, it's just one prayer for one day. So you can actually talk about that prayer with your kids. Like, oh, mommy's praying for um, the, our family today, or mommy's praying for your teachers today. Um, or like if you're around the holidays, like let's spend a week of like just giving things. Like, what are you thankful for today? Um, and then just bring them into that. So like, you're not doing it alone. They're actually doing it with you. Um, Cause I feel like sometimes we try to do like this huge, like, uh, theological or deep, right. um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> deep it's too time much. in the morning. And yep. sometimes it's just not, it's just not realistic. Yeah, uh, I agree. As much as I would love to spend like hours and hours in the word with the Lord. <laughs> that's just not realistic in some days in motherhood. And so I feel like if we could just take a tidbit of what we get in the morning and just yeah. share it with our kids and be able to actually teach that in our kids and incorporate yep. it, it actually ends up blessing not just you, but your family as well. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. And, and the, one thing that stood out to me, so I pray um, with my my daughter so my husband um usually um does 
quiet time with my oldest, but I always pray with her. And I think that would be great to have like a subject that you could think about praying and then also just asking them what they're thankful for. Cause that's so easy um, to do. Uh, It's easy not to do and it's easy to do. Right. Like, so, um, but I think that's great. Like even in a pinch, you can always think about like asking your child, what are they thankful for that day and pray about it? Because I'm all about bite-sized like goals where it's kind of like, how can you do this without it feeling like you failed after the first day? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like I don't need another thing where a checklist where I'm just going to fail it and not complete it. Right. Uh, I want something that I can incorporate in my family and make it easy. And it like takes less than a minute or even 30 seconds to incorporate. Yes. Um, So one of the things that we've been working with our boys is just like, um, like teaching them how to pray. But I mean, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of steps. And so what we're starting on right now is just like they're three and five. So let's just start with prayers of praise. Like, so at the dinner table, what are you thankful for? And then just pray that like it could, my kids are usually like, Oh, I'm thankful for this toy or right. my one son talks about poop all the time. So he's been thankful for poop lately. So, I mean, like <laughs> it's just like the little things guys, like yeah. this does not have to be hard. It doesn't have to be like a huge elaborate checklist. It literally is just taking one little thing like mommy's thankful for health today or mommy's thankful that I got my second cup of coffee and that you didn't strangle your brother today. Like just like the simple things. So you go through Um, that and then will you actually, so will you pray that? So like if you're sitting at the table, you're going through what you're thankful for. So will each of you then pray for that or how does that look? So my youngest likes to do the praying at the table. So he will actually... Like if me or my husband ever try praying, um, he's like, no, no, I want to That's pray. That's my so youngest daughter for sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. So he will actually start the prayer and it's usually like, uh, three things he's thankful for. And then Toby will do it. And it, it doesn't really take that long. Like we literally pray for maybe a couple seconds before we eat our food. Yeah. Um, yeah. and no, we I just, like instead of just walking around saying what we're thankful for, we just pray it. Yeah. I like that. So. Okay. Yeah. So with your littlest one, um, how does he like, how does he generally start off the prayer? Like, or does he just know what to say? Or have you had to guide him? Because I do feel like, so my oldest, I feel like it's actually harder because she's more introverted and just not as she's more shy, right? So speaking yeah. out even in front of us, she gets a little bit like, uh, like she, I think she feels like she needs to be perfect with what she's saying. And we're like, yeah. no, you know, just speak to God as if he's right there, person. you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So like, how do you feel like you guided them or did one of them need more guidance than the, well, it sounds like your younger one didn't need guidance, but <laughs> yeah. Like, what did you do like, with that? So my oldest is more shy, kind of same thing. Um, and so for him, it's usually once he sees his little brother do it, then he mm. wants to jump in. Yeah. Um, and why it kind of just looks, or it's like he looks around for things that he's thankful for. Or like even sometimes he'll be like talking or like saying, I- I'm thank you, God, for play date or thank you for school today. And then he'll look at me and go, what did we do again today? Aww. And then he'll say like what we did. Um, so it's just like really simple. Um, but it's like making them focus like back on like yeah. them being thankful for, to like our Heavenly Father for right. it, not mommy. Yeah. Um, even though they should be grateful, like they get to do stuff, but ultimately <laughs> it's not from me is what I'm yeah, trying to say. Exactly. No, I think those are really great tips. And so, Lindsay, we're almost at the end of the show. So if moms are listening to this and they're just finding themselves in a very hard stage of life, if it be illnesses or loss of a family member or struggling in their marriage, what encouragement would you want to give them? I would just let them know that, like, 
they're not alone. I feel like a lot of times when we're in like a deep stage of like suffering and of pain, like we feel um, so alone Mm -hmm. um, and feel like nobody else understands our pain. But I feel like we so often forget like that God is the God who created us. He's not a lot of times the one that brought the pain. It was the um, sickness that came into the world with the fall. Mm. But um, my son's coming into the room. Okay. Yeah. Be quiet. It's okay. (laughs) Um, Remember guys when I said that her son may come in? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, So I would just remind them or like, just remember that your God is a loving father. Yeah. He's so good. And he just wants to wrap his arms around you. Um, And I feel like when it's, when we reach into him and let him wrap his arms around us, that we remember how loved we are and that we're not alone in that moment. Um, So if I could just tell you one thing, it'd just be, to focus your eyes on him. Um, we've had a rough summer here and the Lord's just been, well, it's just been a rough summer. Um, and the one thing that I just keep coming back to is like, God is such a loving father and he's so good. And he's so kind to us. Like (laughs) when we just screw up a lot or just push stuff on him that is not from him, like he just loves us and he just continues just to show us love for us and just wants to hold us like a father would, like a, yeah. Real daddy who loves you. And just, I always just try to imagine him like just holding me and me nuzzling up into his chest uh, and be like, yeah. it's okay, daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah I love that. So that's what I would encourage you to do. <laughs> I'm just, he's so cute. Uh, which which son is this of yours? That's so this it. is my youngest. It's Wyatt. And how old is he? He's three and three. he's had croup. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, and you guys, there's no sleep. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, this is just life, right? Like this is, this is what yeah. I, I and, and the thing is, and again, I mean, I've said this a few times on the podcast is that the reason why I created the podcast is so that if, you know, if you ever feel like you're over listening or, you know, hearing a conversation between some moms and you wish you were part of that conversation, well, that's why I started the podcast so that you can hear these conversations and not feel like you're eavesdropping or being completely awkward and asking to join their conversation, which most people wouldn't do. Um, so, but this is real life, right? Like if I was sitting in your living room right now, he would be coming in and, and stuff like that. So sometimes I like it exactly. when it's when it's not all perfect and wrapped in a bow um, that you guys, this is real life. These are, we're real moms and this is what's happening. So Lindsay, as we wrap up, um, which is a perfect timing since your son um, needs you right now, but uh, <laughs> where can people find you on social media and your website and where, and where can they find the book? But um, I, and I also know that you have a challenge for moms. So why don't you um, share that with us? Yeah. So um, along with my book, I came up with this thing called 45 days of prayer challenge and you can use the hashtag because everybody's like obsessed with hashtags right now. So it's called the 45 days of prayer challenge challenge. Um, and I've just been encouraging people, like, as you get the book, get a community of moms to join in with you, because let's be honest, the more people we have, like hold us accountable or like just text us and be like, Hey, did you pray for this today? It makes us actually want to pray more. Yeah. Um, it kind of hold us accountable too. Right. Um, and so I've been just encouraging people just to join in the 45 days of prayer challenge. You can start it whenever you want. Um, I had a group that started July 1st and did it for 45 days and they were using the hashtag then, um, and like posting pictures. Um, so that's the 45 days of prayer challenge. You can join in and just post a picture of yourself on social media using that hashtag, but you can find my book on Amazon. Um, and I'll link that in the show notes, you guys, so you can find it easily. So yeah, but go ahead. Sorry. I just wanted um, to say that, that that people can find it there. 
Yeah, so Amazon is the main place that has it. I think Barnes & Noble, somebody said, had it online. Um, but you can find me and um, my writing and stuff over at Learning Grace Through Motherhood. Uh, through is T-H-R-U, motherhood. Hmm. Um, I, that's where all my stuff is. Um, that's where like our family story is, why I started writing. You can find all that there and like how to contact me and stuff. Um, cause I like talking to other moms. I like to encourage them. So if you're ever in a spot where you just feel like you need anybody to reach out to, um, happy to do it. Yeah. You can also it. find me like on Instagram at learning grace through motherhood, my Facebook and my Twitter are Lindsay Renee six thirteen because apparently something with the word of learning grace through motherhood, it won't let me do it. So I oh, don't know. Interesting. Well, okay. Yeah. And I'll put that in the show notes for you guys. So you don't have to remember everything she's saying. Usually people are driving or working out right. and, and don't have a pen. So um, I, I will include all this stuff in there. So um, that is perfect. Well, Lindsay, I appreciate you coming on the show today with or, or without a son coughing okay. on there. Um, I'm well, glad thank that you we very were able to get this me. in. <laughs> all right. Thank oh, you so much. Thanks, Amber. Y'all have a good one. Hey, you guys, would you like to have every podcast episode in your inbox on Tuesday? That way you don't have to go search for it or have to remember that, hey, a new Mom Inspired Show has aired today. You can have that. All you have to do is go to mominspiredshow.com and subscribe. If you're looking at it on your phone, just scroll to the bottom, enter your name and your email. If you're looking at it on your computer, it's gonna be on the right-hand side. That way you won't miss an episode and I'm also gonna start including travel tips every week. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next week.